Welcome back to another ESL podcast, man. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, and today is a very special one. So, I received word over the weekend that Jackie, who I had been coaching, got a 28 in speaking. Now, keep this in mind. She's the one that joined my webinar, okay? I had never met her before in my life, okay? She joined my webinar, and she's like, you know what? I need some coaching hours. So, I coached her for a total of eight hours. And before that, she was already pretty good. I believe that she had gotten a 25, 26 before, but she just, she was very, very nervous about it. And she had taken the TOEFL four times up to that point. Her being in my native Las Vegas, I said, listen, we're going to get this. You've dedicated eight hours to obviously learning. So it's time to go in and it's time to kick ass. So she went in, she did the work. And next thing you know, she responded and said, oh my God, I almost got a perfect score. And I said, oh my goodness. So I posted it. A lot of people were interested. I'm teaching another pharmacist from Egypt at the moment. Uh, he's living in LA. And you know, I have a couple of people who have gotten in contact with me from Afghanistan, Venezuela, Brazil, you name it. It's everywhere. They are everywhere. And a lot of you were interested and said, oh my God, I would like to hear her. Well, I got a collection of all of the different homework assignments that she sent me in terms of speaking evaluations and being on, um, no, she actually didn't sign up for my web uh, membership, but you know, I told her, send me the speaking evaluations, send me the speaking evaluations. So, uh, I put a collection together and you guys are going to hear speaking parts one, two, three, and about five different speaking part fours. There are small little errors that she makes, but if that is exactly, if before our three hour session, we had one day. She was doing that probably after about four hours, and she got a tremendous amount of confidence, especially in the speaking question one. So going into that three-hour session we had just a couple of days before her test, we did a whole bunch of cleaning up, and then she went in, she executed, she got that 28, and now she is a pharmacist in uh, the United States of America. So I could not be grateful enough. I wanted to put this together for everyone out there, and you guys listen to her. This is exactly what a 28 can get you. Now, again, given the fact that she gave all these different types, and you guys might hear little grammar things, but this right here could be potentially a 26-27. After the three-hour session we had, I guess she went into the test, what, 36 hours later, and she got that 28. So in saying that, guys, enjoy this one. And without further ado, let's get into it. I do agree that the increasing utilization of robots in factories will lead to massive job loss. First of all, I believe that Japan has already started this movement. For instance, when I went to Japan, I have seen a lot of factories that uses a lot of machineries in order for them to produce toys and clothes without any help of a human being. It's purely electrical or it's an artificial intelligence that's operating the whole process. The announcement is about the university's plan of parking arrangement for students who live in Section A every Sunday afternoon. The male student in the conversation disagrees with this new plan. First of all, he thinks that it is of inconvenience for him to think of where to park during his rest day. Also, 
it is difficult for him to find parking as spaces are filled during the weekends. On top of that, he thinks that it is unfair for him to pay the same amount as everybody else for campus housing, but he doesn't get to park where he could park or where it is convenient for him. So he will definitely complain and ask for a refund. So these are the two reasons why the male students disagree with the new plan. Social cognition is a process of how we perceive or understand other people and their behaviors. The professor mentions that this is important to learn in order to better function in the society. Also, it varies from culture to culture. She mentions a couple examples to further illustrate this concept. First, smile could be interpreted differently from culture to culture. While some may interpret this as showing interest, others may interpret this as just a requirement in social occasions. Furthermore, physical contact. Some culture lack physical contact and if they feel it, they might interpret this as an attack. While others have an abundance of physical contact that they may interpret it as a sign of affection or being friendly. In the lecture, the professor explains why art is such a great vehicle for protest. He mentions that throughout history, art is used to facilitate social movement and revolution, create space for marginalized people to be seen, and elicit strong emotions. The professor provides two examples to better illustrate this concept. An art from a French artist, Marceau, it is a urinal with the word Armut, meaning poverty in German, 1917, written on it. This art means that the war in World War I was fought by the poor for the benefit of the rich. Another example is an art that is against consumerism. I forgot the artist's name, but his painting is set to be destroyed at an auction. This movement means that art is not to be sold as a commodity. In the lecture, the professor discusses two practices that humans developed to prevent soil erosion. First is through crop rotation. This method is used to alternate crops to maintain essential nutrients in the soil. For example, um, you grow a crop on a certain period of time and in the next season you grow a different crop that requires certain uh, nutrients in the soil. And it, this will give time for the soil to replenish essential nutrients. Second practice is through counter, counter lines. This is planting across the slope which reduces any formation that will promote soil erosion like the galleys. So the water breaks in the counter lines allows water to settle in the soil preventing soil erosion. This method is considered to be the active form of sustainable agriculture today. In the lecture, the professor discusses the differences and roles of queen ants and worker ants. Queen ants produce offsprings.
They're the only ants that can reproduce, so the entire ant community depend on them to maintain the workforce. Worker ants do not reproduce, although they forage foods and care for the queen's offspring. The different physical characteristics between the two is that queen ants, they're bigger, they have wings, and they have slight brown stripes on their abdomen, although their big size limits their mobility. On the other hand, worker ants do not have wings and do not have brown stripes on their abdomen. The similarities between the two is that both are female, they live longer, and they're more important than male ants. In a lecture, the professor discusses how frogs adapt to hot and dry climate. These adaptations help frogs to survive in a severely dry weather. First is that frogs are able to retain and store water in their bladder. So during dry season, they could release some water for their organs to function properly in order to survive. On top of that, Frogs have fatty layer below their skin. This fatty layer enables them to retain or reduce water from evaporating, keeping them cool. So after listening to the lecture, I believe that frogs could adapt to hot climates by storing substantial amount of water in their bodies. In the lecture, the professor discusses the two benefits of animal domestication. First is that it provides food. It provides regular supply of fresh meat. Unlike hunting, which is unreliable, uh, domesticating animals can reduce the living it can reduce living in unreliable environment. For example, domesticating sheep can produce ruminants making infertile land usable. Second benefit is that you can um, produce products from animals like goat milk. Um, you can make cheese out of it and their hair. You can make clothing from the fibers from it and goat hide, which is used to bottle liquids for easy transport as well as parchment paper. So these are the two benefits of animal domestication in the lecture. Guys, thank you so much for listening to that. Again, man, if you guys want to join any of my webinars coming up soon, I got speaking webinars. They're only $5 a pop. Um, and again, if you guys purchase a webinar, you guys get uh, coaching hours at a 33% discount. So if you are looking to hurry up and improve your wonderful um, what is it? Your wonderful score in terms of your speaking, writing, or whatever. Membership webinars, there are coaching hours, there are lots of different things available. So you reach out to me, and until then, guys, stay tuned for more. I'm your host, as always, over and out.